Coming up, we continue our coverage of seven Disney resorts in seven nights. This episode, we focus on Disney's Coronado Springs Resort. Coming up next. And welcome to the Giz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion, coming to you from the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Warner, joined at the table this week by my amazing team, Craig Williams, Jonathan Thompson, Corey Patrick Martin, and of course, our lovely and talented producer, Dustin West, Thank you. back in the production nook, along with Spawn of Bob, Brian Varley. <laughs> <laughs> I have all sorts of names. He also goes by Boy. Boy. He's been called boy for about a decade now. Boy's going to be 30. Next February. That should be illegal. Told to stop growing, aging. Make me feel old. All right. We are going to talk about Coronado Springs. And uh, before we get into it, let's go ahead and cut to uh, Dustin's video, or a little overview look of the Coronado Springs Resort. All right. Thank you, Dustin, for that. Um, Coronado Springs is going to go down in the history of our seven and sevens as the most surprising resort I have reviewed in all the years I've been doing these hotel reviews of uh, 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 of Disney properties. I loathed Coronado Springs. Um, I thought it was a, just it's a convention resort. It's uh, Disney's only uh, convention resort that's not a deluxe. Uh, it's, you know, you hear stories about, you know, the place being overrun with conventioners and uh, crowded, and it's a long walk to get to your building, it's a long walk to get to the pool, and, you know, I never liked it, I wasn't a fan of the Southwest uh, theme, I didn't like the pepper market, Maya Grill sucked, there was nothing about this resort that I found redeeming. When you think of staying on Disney property Coronado Springs never really comes up. You don't hear it. It's the it's it's an absolutely overlooked resort. And let me tell you something. It should not be. Kathy Whirling is going to beat me to within an inch of my life for saying this, but Coronado is everything Caribbean Beach should be and isn't. I got to tell you, I was so blown away with Coronado mm-hmm. that I cannot wait to stay there again. Um, the place was spotless, immaculate. Yep immaculate resort yeah i mean not that not that there are disney resorts that are dirty but this one was particularly clean there was just a feel to it yeah that it just it it looks so well maintained from the from the uh the maintenance of of the exterior of the buildings the details the the paint you don't see anywhere inside it's just absolutely beautiful and again southwestern slash mexican uh, theming at, at Coronado Springs. Uh, it is a big resort, but so is Caribbean Beach. And I don't hear people whine about that. But I, I hear about it at Coronado all the time. I really, from my personal experience, and I didn't go out with like a yardstick or anything, so I didn't measure this. Um, but to me, it doesn't feel any larger than Caribbean Beach or uh, Riverside. Those are the other two moderates that are yeah. big and spread out, it feels about the same size to me. 
I think actually a little smaller than Caribbean Beach. It just, might be. I like the size of it. It's nice. It's spread yeah. out, so you can you're not all you know close together to like the loud noises of like the the main lobby and stuff like that. You can walk around and you can actually spend time just you know going for a walk and seeing different things. Oh. See, well, in in my opinion though, Coronado Springs is a deluxe resort wrapped in a moderate price tag. Uh, the rooms I thought were beautiful. The room that we had. Um, you know, I thought these were newly renovated. These were renovated four years ago. So this really? was not a brand new room. I was shocked yeah, how nice the room was. It was beautiful. And when, when you talked about Caribbean Beach, there's no comparison with the room that we had at Caribbean Beach with this one. Oh, we no. In the Nemo no. room or something at uh, Caribbean Beach? Yeah, we had a, a Nemo-themed a Nemo themed room. And, you know, we remember the... the the light fixture was hanging from it was the ceiling. Disgusting. It was This it room was is beautiful. Well-maintained. You know, housekeeping does a great job uh, at this resort, at least when I'm looking at the room that we were in. And very, you know, understated, elegant feel. Uh, size of the room is about is similar to other moderate resorts. Um, one of the interesting things, though, is that there is a room service menu here. Again, something you don't see at the other moderates. Other moderates will do pizza delivery to the rooms, but you can actually get breakfast and some smaller dinner items uh, delivered via room service, as well as pizza, things like that. These are some of the tweaks and adjusts that they did with Coronado Springs because they have a, a business clientele. They have like the convention center. So there were certain things they had to put in place in order to attract those 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 business travelers that I think are some nice some nice mm-hmm. options. So having that room service menu for breakfast and dinner. And again, the dinner room service menu isn't extensive, but it's better than pizza. So and for breakfast right. it was decent. You had, you know, some hot and cold options and <clears throat> excuse me. So but room very very comfortable. Very comfortable. I I think of all the moderates i found this to be the most all the moderates we've looked at i found this room to be the most comfortable the design was beautiful my favorite thing in the room though was usually moderates have kind of like a curtain or something that you can pull back to separate the bathroom this had these two wood huge wooden doors that you could slide close and it actually offered a lot of privacy behind there yeah because that curtain really it doesn't help with sound that much or the light or or light this was this was a nice touch this was the uh and for those of you uh watching uh, the show via video. Uh, you're seeing the pictures and things that we're putting up. For those of you listening, you can check out all the pictures, video, blogs, and all the other information we have from our 7 and 7 coverage by going to disunplugged.com or see our show notes page. And uh, with each one of these that goes up, we're adding up, adding more information, like I said, to the blog and the photo galleries and videos and all that other good stuff that we did. Uh so we're all in agreement. The rooms, the room that we had, fantastic. Perfect. For those who care, uh, the room number that we were in was sixty three twenty five. We were in the ranchos uh, sections. So yeah. I don't know um, if the design of the room is different for every section, or if the, if this was yeah. That just I'm the not basic. sure. That I'm not sure. I know you know we were a good distance from the uh, main building, but it wasn't a bad walk. Now in, I don't know in excessive heat. Or if it's raining, mm-hmm. that might be yeah. that might yeah. not be a, a fun thing to do. Well, that's why I had like no intentions of wanting to like this place because anytime my family stayed there in the past, we've been way far in the back. It's been around summertime, so whenever you start walking right next to that lake, 
uh, mosquitoes will just bite you up real quick. Mm -hmm. And I've just never had a positive experience there. And as soon as we got in and looked at the room, I, I don't remember what the rooms looked like last time I was there, but I don't remember it being that nice. They were beautiful. I've never stayed in that section before, but it, it was great. Now, also, some in terms of rooms, some of the things that are different about Coronado Springs that you are not going to have at the other moderates, um, you have uh, 31 junior suites, uh, 10 VIP suites, five executive suites, uh, preferred rooms. And I'm taking this, at, this information from our, uh, the uh, FAQ on our resorts board on disboards.com. We'll have a link to this as well. Uh, Stitch and Pooh's mom is the one who is maintaining uh, this thread. But uh, preferred rooms are located in casitas one, two, and three, all near the main registration building, which is also where the food court, lounge, and gift shop are. Um, and they now have business class rooms. This is something they just started doing. They have business class rooms, and they have – it's not open all day, but they now have a concierge lounge for these business class rooms, okay. which I think a couple of you got a chance to take a look at. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. It, it was kind of interesting the way that the, it was built, though. They just converted, like, three existing guest rooms into one big kind of lounge on the first floor. And uh, the exterior doors were still there, which was kind of odd to me. But, I mean, it yeah. was really nice inside. Um, they had couches set up. Um, there was a little kind of food area. There was a couple TVs. And I think this is the only lounge that has a, a Wii yeah. for people to play. That's what the so lady said inside. She was very proud of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love the lounge in there. I mean, I've had the chance to be in a couple of them. And it, there was a lot of space in there. There was only one lady sitting there. And this was at, like, 5 o'clock. Mm -hmm. At all the other ones, you're going to find people sitting in there starting to drink and getting all those appetizers. Yeah, but all the other all the other concierge lounges are open all day. They usually open from 7 a.m. in the morning till about 10 p.m. at night. This one is open from 7 to 10 a.m. and then again from 5 to 10 p.m. seven days a week. And this was a little different. You don't get a huge view. So like if yeah. in other deluxe resorts, you kind of have this big kind of draw. So like in Animal Kingdom Lodge, it's up on the very top floor and you can look over. Same this was on the first it. floor, wasn't it? This was on the first yeah. floor and there were like no real windows. So it was kind mm -hmm. of a little weird. But Well, we walked past it like three or four times didn't even you, realize you that it not, was there. You would have no idea. Yeah. yeah. Well, and this, Pete, you said that this is uh, different from the other moderates, mostly because this, these are business type folks that are staying here. This is the convention, right? They have to they have to be able to compete with other convention properties, including other Disney convention properties that do have concierge lounges for their executives that you know do have suites and and hospitality suites and things like that, which are important when you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. conventions and another amenity they have here that i like they have a gym that yes. you won't find at any other moderate resort on disney property they also have a mini spa basically they do massages they do uh manicures pedicures i believe and they also have a hair salon a hair salon um again not something you find at most uh most moderates to something these are things that you would find at deluxe resorts yet if you're going to look at the pricing Get that tab up. Hold on. There we go. And find my place here. Sorry, I'm not better prepared, but deal with it. <laughs> um, looking at a standard view room, maximum of four guests, you're looking uh, at value season about 165, 167 a night. Uh, peak season, you're going to look at about 258 a night. And that is consistent with what you see at, at other moderates. Uh, 
Um, for example, a Caribbean beach, you're looking at a range of 162 a night uh, off season to 253 a night. And I'm sorry, I know, I, I thank God while this is broadcasting, I am literally on the other side of the continent because Kathy Worling is going to hunt me down and kill me for trash talking her beloved Caribbean beach. But I'm sorry, Kathy, this was better. This was just better. Um, the price is the same, yet you have all these other amenities you do not have at any of the other moderates. Uh, in addition to this beautiful room that that we saw, how clean this resort is. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, there's some walking involved, but I don't know. That was okay for me. I was happy with that. Yeah. I need all the exercise I can get. And it wasn't a bad walk. It's a, no, it wasn't. The grounds are absolutely stunning. The I, grounds are absolutely beautiful. I think on one of the maps it says, like, the the main path that kind of goes all the way around, it's like 0.75 miles. Right. So something like that. That's, that's not that bad. It really isn't. No. It really isn't. But you get back to my... And that's a nice walk too, because they've done they've done a great job at keeping up not only the cleanliness of the the hotel areas, but the um, all the the plant life and the uh, the stuff that like the landscaping that they've oh, done. It's beautiful, there is yeah. absolutely beautiful. Especially when you get back into that area where we were staying, um, which was that more desert cactus, big rock, uh, like that kind of uh, agriculture. And actually, according to the FAQ on. Uh, the resorts board, uh, the distance around the whole lake is 0.97 miles. So just under okay. one mile. So if you are a walker, if you are trying to get some exercise while you're on vacation, one lap around that lake is one mile. Um, there you go. And if you are on the other side of the lake, uh, away from the main, main building, the main registration building and food court, you're pretty much going to be close to the, the main pool area, the dig site. Yeah. We were very close to that, which is a really cool pool. It's a very nice pool. Is that Mayan temple? There's a you'll you'll find the pool bar out there. You'll find the uh, the arcade. There's a whole playground area for the kids. There's a huge, huge hot tub. There's a slide. There's even it's, a volleyball court. Yeah, there's a volleyball. Yeah. Exactly. The um, you know, if you I, I've mentioned that this is a a convention a, a convention resort. If you are concerned about convention traffic, uh, on the FAQ thread there is a list of all the conventions scheduled for 2013 wow so you can go take a look no she did a great job she did a great job Jeez. with this faq um the amount of information in here is is ridiculous and um nice to see that there are people who are passionate about coronado springs i'm a convert i'm a convert mm -hmm. to the cause this was a great resort this was this was the one um, before we had done the other seven and sevens. I had never been to Caribbean Beach, and on this seven and seven, uh, I have never I had never done Coronado Springs before. So the uh, amazing amount of times that I've been to Disney, lived here for years, never stepped foot on Coronado Springs. So I finally had a brand new experience when we went there, and I don't know just like what you were saying. I don't know what everybody was talking about. I thought it was absolutely beautiful. We were really impressed, all yeah. of us. And uh, let's let's talk about the food, uh, because one of the more maligned aspects of uh, Coronado Springs is the pepper market, which is their variation on a food court. Now, this has changed over the years, but some things, I, I guess, have remained pretty consistent. You get a, a card yeah. when you get seated 
with empty boxes on it. And you go around to different stations and pick out what it is you want. And then for each thing you pick out, that station will stamp your card with what it is you got. And then that's the bill you pay at the end of, of of your meal. There are servers there. They're not bringing the food to you, but they are taking care of getting your drinks. You can get your mugs refilled while you're eating there. Um, it, and it's basically a buffet, except you have to keep track of what you're eating, right? You know, in that way. Well, well, I guess I'm wrong. So. Breakfast is served. <laughs> breakfast is served from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. Lunch from 11:30 to 2. Dinner from 4:30 to 11. And uh, we have the menus uh, for the Pepper Market on the Diz. We'll have links to that in the show notes page as well. Dizunplugged.com. But uh, this is a large food court. And, you know, I hear so many bad reports about, I got to be honest, I thought it was great. It was great. Yeah. They were very accommodating. Uh, Like I said in the last show that, you know, I'm trying to do different things with my, uh, how I eat Uh, for breakfast. They had, their omelets were already made. So it was a little different from the Art of Animation food court where you make your own omelet. These were already made. And they had cheese in it and a bunch of other stuff I, did, I really didn't want. And I asked for an egg white omelet, no cheese, you know, some vegetables in it. She said, no problem. They went in the back and made it. It took a little time to yeah, do, but said, I was willing to it's wait. It's no problem, but it'll be about 10 minutes. Yep. Right. And that's fine. But Very accommodating. I, I got the uh, breakfast frittata with bacon. It was $7.99. This thing was massive. If you're not a big breakfast eater, one of these feeds two people. One of the unless yeah. you, you're like really ravenous, one of these one of these could have easily because I couldn't finish it. Well, that's how everything was there though. From what I got, uh, the portion size was just ridiculous. Like I got the um, the Mexican eggs Benedict burrito, and it you could have had three people eating it. I ate the entire thing by myself, <laughs> but I felt like crap for the rest of the day. Yeah. It was funny because it was like this tortilla, and then yeah. as you cut it open, it was just solid scrambled eggs. Inside. There was there had to be two dozen eggs. It, it in looked there. like it, it for sure. <laughs> like and then the quesadilla that I got for lunch, the girl put I think four handfuls of cheese. Oh yeah, you warned me because yeah. I got it after you. And it wasn't small handfuls. Like she got as much as she could in her hand and threw it down on the tortilla. Cheese grease was just dripping out. It was almost disgusting. But it was almost <laughs> it was another thing. Like you could have it was ten dollars. You could have split it between three people and it would have been no issues. Yeah. For breakfast I had the I just had the sausage uh what is it? Sausage, biscuits, and gravy. It's biscuits and gravy. You can't really mess it up. It was good. Okay. And one of the best things I've ever had at a food court, I had here the honey for lunch, the honey adobo chicken with mashed potatoes for thirteen ninety nine. I could eat this every day. Yeah. We, Corey and I both had the, the prime rib. And it was really funny the way this happened is we, Corey wanted horseradish to put on the, the meat. And so like straight horseradish, not the mix, just the... Well, it was really funny because the woman had no idea what you were saying. She she was, I don't know what nationality she was, but she didn't understand. And so another person came out to help her and they brought out the huge Costco three gallon (laughs) horseradish thing and they plopped it into this huge container. So I think we each had like a cup of horseradish. I think we had more horseradish than prime rib. Yeah. (laughs) It was it's not a salad you know i think she thought it was a salad <laughs> but uh, she also like sniffed it first like yeah. she opened up the container put her face in and smelled it and, and then handed it, it to you oh she was disgusted with it i think she was gonna... <laughs> it was really funny um 
Also, the baked goods were very, very good. I tried the cinnamon roll in the morning. I had a piece of uh, German chocolate cake with lunch. It was just ridiculously good. I've got, I've got nothing bad to say about the pepper market. Mm-mm. I know. No. Craig does, but no one else does. Well, I, what did I, oh, yeah, but I could have easily told her whenever she was already going to grab more cheese. I, I could have said, no, that's, that's fine. But Was that for your breakfast or lunch? The quesadilla was for my lunch. The breakfast I had no I didn't ask because I just thought it was gonna be it was it looked normal size, but then as soon as you cut into it it's cheese, eggs. One thing I liked about that quesadilla station was there was a there was a topping section. Yeah. That where was you can just part. load up on guacamole. Oh yeah, and it was just there with a big spoon. Toppings. You could take as much as you wanted. Yeah. 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 I I like that part of it. The other dining option at Coronado Springs is the Maya Grill. Another place that gets uh, so-so reviews. Um, I'm not going to say that my meal at Maya Grill was amazing, but it certainly wasn't bad. wasn't bad. Before we get into the food, I just remember that our server had some <laughs> funny issues with the water. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't really <laughs> particularly understand. Oh, right. When I asked yeah. for, uh, uh, I, I always ask, you know, it's Florida, so I, I won't drink the tap water and no one should because it's disgusting. So whenever we go out to dinner, I always say a, like a bottle of still, you know, still bottled water. And what what did he do? He, he brought he, you um, me personally a bottle, of, a bottle of water, and then everybody else he was pouring tap water. I'm like, oh god, no, 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 honey, the table <laughs> gets the water, okay? But uh, you know, I'm not going to say that. You know, I'm not going to do a we're not going to do a food review of my grill, but um, <clears throat> I thought it was very good. It was good. Yeah, it wasn't great. I'm not, you know, oh, my God. I, I would love to have had that honey, ado- uh, honey uh, adobo chicken again. It was basically, um, just so people know, the, the menu, and we're going to have it on our site, but the menu is mostly, you know, what you would expect at a higher-end Mexican restaurant, tacos right. and stuff like that. They also have a great grab-and-go location uh, right off the main, the main lobby. That's where you're going to get your, the, the produ- predominantly where you'll f- uh, get your re- refillable mugs and you'll refill your mugs. But also, you know, lots of snacks and it even had like uh, chicken tenders and stuff, like kids yeah. meals. It was a, it was kind of like a mix between like a sundry shop and a uh, quick service. Yeah, yeah. And and they, they had, had that homemade gelato there. They had mm-hmm. a, what seemed like a, a full right. bakery. Yeah. You know, they had a, all kinds of pastries there as well. This was uh, I, I I meant to mention this with the rooms. This was one of the resorts where we had issues with uh, the charging privileges doing the online check-in. Oh yeah. And uh, I think I had to go back twice uh, to check in. I mean, they were very friendly and they were very helpful. But I ended up having to go back to check in twice to get that that fixed uh, to the point where what I noticed after this, I'm not doing online check in until they get all the bugs worked out of my Magic Plus. Because like I said, I think it was four out of the seven resorts we had issues. I'd done the online check in in advance, put all my credit card information in. It was the same for every one of these resorts. Three of them, it was no problem. Four of them, I had issues. So from now on, I'm not even going to bother with online checking. Didn't save that much time anyway. I mean, when you have to keep going back and giving your credit card. It, it really depends on how many people are in line in front of you at online check-in. You, typically, it's short, but it, you know, sometimes they can, they can have a line too. And yeah. you might have to wait. Um, one of the things about this resort that I noticed, and I guess maybe because it's a convention resort, for a resort of this size, the arcade 
was the size of a closet. That's um, essentially what it was. The arcade is located uh, outside, the, the, uh, right alongside the main pool, and was I, for a resort. This I couldn't understand why. It's I thought probably maybe because it's the uh, convention resort. Their arcade is Rick's lounge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, considering the arcade's location, like we were talking about earlier, you have this massive pool. It's one of the larger pools, in my opinion. And, um, you know, with the, the volleyball court, the playground, the bar, it's everything is so big and huge in that pool area. And there's like a tiny little arcade. So it, it is bizarre. You'd think that they'd want to have something bigger there. Because we love the arcades. We go there like every time we go to one of these resorts. We hit up the arcade, and but who else sad. actually does that? That's uh, I've just never been a big fan of arcades, so it's never really something I notice. I'll yeah. go in the cool off. I think our family used to do it, like just to kill some time at the end of the night. Yeah. But for the most part, any I mean, after I was older than ten, I think we stopped doing it. Well, I don't know about you guys, but when you went as a kid, your mom would give you like souvenir money before you go, and part of that. I would always use for the arcade card or to get tokens or however they did it back then. And that was part of my vacation every night coming back from the theme parks or early in the morning before we go out, going to the arcade. So, yeah, if I was staying here at Coordinato, that, I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have done yeah, that. Yeah, that was a little disappointing because I do love the arcades. and Yeah, it was definitely a disappointing arcade. But uh, what else? What else about... Uh, well, I think one thing we noticed that surprised us was the marina. That there used to be um, yeah. recreation uh, uh, like um, offerings, like you could do boats and different things. The and this building is still there. Yeah. yeah, you could even go up to like the windows, but they had just shutters over them. It's yeah, really weird. They yeah. said they were doing it seasonal, but they weren't but sure like if they were bringing it back. The, I don't the know problem why. is here is this, you know, and I'm sure that that's cool, a cool thing to do. But this is one of those resorts where this lake is isolated. It's not like you can go to downtown Disney or you right. can go to Epcot. Well, the same is yeah. true with uh, same is true with Caribbean Beach, and you can rent watercraft there. What so, type of watercrafts could you rent there in the past? Because it's not even that big of a lake. Well, it's like, big enough you could take uh, uh, the water mice out on it, at least. I don't I know. Think I did I, the Surrey bikes also. Right. You could rent those. Yeah, there see, were no Surrey bikes here. I could see those being big. But, like, if I wanted to go boating, I'd still rather go over to, like, Contemporary or oh, absolutely. one of those. Like, absolutely. You know, uh, you know I, would, I would tell people, sure, absolutely, Contemporary, Poly, Grand Floridian, uh, Wilderness Lodge. You have access to Bay, Bay Lake and Seven Seas Lagoon, so yeah. there's a lot to see. Uh, even uh, Port Orleans, uh, Old Key West, Downtown Disney, all share that Sasagua yeah. waterway, and you can go back and forth to those resorts. And so, yeah, these these ones like Caribbean Beach and and Coronado that have these you know retention ponds basically in right. the middle of them, um, you know. But still. It's there, but closed, and that was yeah. that was kind of odd. Um, no shortage of places to drink or smoke. Oh, yeah. This is actually, if you're a smoker, this is your resort, because there's a smoking section every five feet. Yeah, that main um, walkway. It's like every little intersection of pathways that you see the ashtray box. And again, I think this is something they do for this convention business, uh, especially with the bars. I mean, there's, you know, these little... Uh, uh, lakeside bars like uh, which was the name of this one Laguna. 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 Then of course inside you've got Rick's Lounge. You've got uh, a couple of other ones. There's the pool bar. Mm-hmm. There's no shortage of places to to drink here, 
And Rick's Lounge is actually really, really yeah. nice. It I couldn't is. believe it when I walked in there. And what was funny is, you know, you would think that it would be uh, normally at the other resorts, it's based on uh, like right at afternoon and then late at night the bars get busy because people are coming back from the theme parks. Here it depends on when the when the seminars are letting out. Right. You know? So if they have like 15 minutes in between seminars, it's like whoo, the bar yeah. gets crowded, then whoo, it's disappeared again. Exactly. It's exactly. really elegant though, Rick's Lounge. I wish we would have stayed a little bit later. Yeah, that was one yeah. thing. Rick's didn't even open until 6 o'clock. Yeah, we were just so. heading to dinner. Yeah. Time. But as I said, you know, when you look at these different elements, these are the things you expect in a deluxe. Yeah. Yet, it's a moderate. And I have to be honest, I, I, it completely blew me away. It completely blew me away. I would, I would go out of my way to stay here. I would go out of my way to stay here. It was relaxing. It was beautiful. Food was great. Service was wonderful. Um, just the theming and the atmosphere is, is, is I, I, again, give it, I give it very high marks. And no, I'm not giving all the resorts in this very high marks. As a matter of fact, the one I think we're going to talk about next. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to get high marks. <laughs> but uh, Coronado Springs, this place is overlooked. This place is overlooked. A lot of times there is availability here when there's not availability other places. Now, sometimes it works the opposite, too, because of the convention. Depends on what convention's in. But you really need, if you if you either have never stayed there or stayed there in the past, give this place a second look and go into it with an open mind. It is different than the other moderates. But in my opinion, the differences make it better, not right. worse. And I don't know. Look, there was not, I mean, there were conventions going on while we were there. I did not find it to be overly crowded maybe they were small conventions i don't know no. but I, I didn't find yeah. that either every once in a while you'll see a lanyard but that's about right. it they, <laughs> they started piling in later at night but it still wasn't overwhelming yeah it wasn't there was like an orange juice convention yeah. or something and they stuck to the <laughs> bars mainly so in like, my in my opinion you were kind of Capsulating how how people who haven't tried this should give it a shot and i think as someone who had never been there before the and, and spending that one day there, the only negative thing that I could even possibly think about at this resort is not even a criticism of the resort itself. It's its location. You know, it's not on a, a river. It's not on the monorail loop. You have to take a bus everywhere you go or you have to well, drive a same, car. Same thing yeah. if you're staying in it, you know, pretty much like any of the all-stars. But I mean, but for me, that's a good comment. That's the only yeah. bad thing that I can think of is that it's the transportation. Yeah. Well, we also had that one random... Uh, happening where the manager walked into our room unannounced. <laughs> um, oh, that's right. But that's that right. was like a one in a million thing. Right. And I, I kind of gave her a good talking to. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were all sitting in the room and, you know, normally it's supposed to knock and go housekeeping and come in. Well, she did. And she just flipped her key and walked right in. And, oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. And I came out. I said, I went chasing her. I'm like, <laughs> since when? Since when do you guys walk into a room without knocking? You know better. Don't do that again. Yeah, but outs- I didn't even remember that until you yeah. mentioned it. But I think, yeah, I think that's a, a random yeah. one-off thing. Everything else was just—it was so great that it's hard to remember little things like that. I remember on the ride home, I was telling Julie, "I'm like, we need to stay here with the kids. I, yeah. th- I think we would have a great time. That main pool area and the playground, and 
you know, there is a distance to walk, but we like that. We like to let them run and run and run, <laughs> go to sleep early, go to sleep early, <laughs> keep running. <laughs> well, you let them run the length of the Detroit airport to try and get exactly. them, knock them out for their flight. So, yeah, I, again, high marks to Coronado. This is one, this is one to consider when you're planning your next, your next trip that, uh, you, if you want to try something different or if there's availability issues, give Coronado a look. You may find yourself a new fan like I am because I will absolutely go out of my way to stay at Coronado again. That's how much I liked it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not usually a big fan of the moderates. I don't dislike the moderates, but I tend to stay more at the deluxes. This is a moderate that reminded me of a deluxe, but just without the price tag. So that's saying something. That'll do it for our coverage of the Coronado Springs Resort. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you with another uh, show. <laughs> Sorry, I just completely lost That's that. That's okay. We'll just you leave it in. We'll be back with you. We'll be back again with another episode covering our seven resorts and seven nights. Thanks for being with us, everyone. And remember, open your mind, explore the world. Or is it save the cheerleader, save the world? I forgot. <laughs> 